It's time to grow. It's time to lead. And it's time to dominate. Welcome to the High Performance Fatherhood Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the High Performance Fatherhood Podcast. I am your host, Troy Woods. It's great to be back with you guys for another episode. I am fresh off of a trip from Detroit. We were in Detroit, or I rather, I was in Detroit this weekend working with a client, actually, ironically, doing a podcast production for her. And so I'm back. I'm caught up on my to do list. But the one thing I didn't want to let continue to go was this episode not getting recorded. So Let's jump into this episode. I've entitled this episode simply raising in quotes, non weak young men, raising non weak young men. I think, you know, for the most part, we have let society uh, dictate to us, dictate to our families, our children, what this concept of being strong is. Um, We've equated strength to physical strength as far as men. And while I think that's a big part of it, I think it's important. I think that it teaches discipline. I know that that's only part of who the makeup or what the makeup of a man is when it comes to strength in particularly. So, of course, we have the physical side. Not even going to really get into that, but we need to have better or more conversations about emotional intelligence. What does that look like? Um, when we talk about emotional intelligence, we're talking about, or emotional intelligence, we're talking about self-regulation, self-awareness, motivation, empathy, social skills. Those things play into social intelligence and I believe also are a part of us building strength in our sons. You know, when it when it comes to society and and just the things that we see playing out there's this conversation around emasculation when it comes to men are we are we making our boys soft are we softening them down we make are we making them too feminine and um yeah to a degree I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and and say that we are in a lot of different ways um I think you know one of the things that I've always shared with my son is that I don't I don't want you following trends. You know, I think following trends you could say it's a sign of weakness because it's it's a sign of really you not really knowing who you are. You know, who who you are, where you come from. And I th- I think it's important that we teach our sons not to follow trends because I think following trends could could be used or viewed as a sign of weakness. I've always told him stay classic you know there's certain things that never go out of style you stay classic it's okay to do a little of this a little of that as far as you know maybe you want to do something to kind of make it your own but just just try to stay classic in your appearance try, try to stay classic in who you are as a man i think that's that's very important um let's let's look at being a gentleman right a lot of times I believe that when we when we teach our sons how to be gentlemen, I think now you don't you don't see it play out as much in the world today. You don't see guys opening doors for women. 
You don't see guys making a conscious effort to walk on the street side of their lady when they're walking down the street. You don't you don't see these things because there's also, you know, for every yin, there's a yang. There's this this notion that women are just women are just hard now. And, you you know, doing these other things as a man is a sign of weakness. And so. I don't believe I'll say this. I don't believe people do it. I don't believe it's taught as often as it should be. But that's my personal opinion. I mean, I try to, you know, I think having a son and a daughter is an awesome opportunity because your son can practice some of these things with your daughter as far as opening the door for them, learning how to treat, learning how to treat a woman, learning how to just do those different things. I think, you know, not being a gentleman is also a a sign of weakness. It's a sign of, of not really knowing who you are, knowing what to do, you know, how to treat someone. All of these things can be a sign of weakness if they're, I don't think that they're operated on, on a daily basis, right? And so you have to make a concerted effort, teach your son, hey, look, it's about being a gentleman out here. I think, you know, a lot of people just say, hey, we just reached a point, this is a lost generation. I just think it's a generation that really doesn't have a blueprint. They really don't have an understanding. And most importantly, you could say they don't have guys that are willing to stand up and say, hey, this is how it, it should be done. We've got to get away from the whole concept of not wanting another man to give you game or not wanting another man to kind of tell you how things should be. A lot of times it's hard to receive that information from someone who you call a peer. And that's why you should have older gentlemen in your life, people that you can glean from and learn from. If somebody's younger than you and they they, uh, they understand this, it's, it's nothing wrong with that as well. It's about getting the information and applying it. All of these things, I believe, you know, when we don't operate in these different areas, when we're not when we're not operating, operating at a high performance level in these areas in our, in our lives, it could be a sign of weakness. Right. And there may be some of you all that are listening to this that may feel differently about it. But I just believe it can be a sign of weakness to not operate in these areas at a high performance level. All right. To not understand, to not teach your sons about emotional intelligence. You know, you have men, excuse me, that are walking around that they are afraid to tell someone how they feel or maybe they don't even understand how they feel. They aren't. Let's look at this EQ, uh, EI for a minute. When we talk about emotional intelligence. When we talk about self-awareness, they don't even know who they are. You know, I do believe that sons get their identity from their dads or a big part of the identity from their dads, for better or worse. You know, that's that's a constant recalibration moment for me when my son is asking me something and I'm not even sure, you know, do I really want you to experience this and I'll give you an example my son asked me a question about photography right he knows I'm a photographer and he's like you know do you have does photography take a lot of investment to do and in my mind I'm like do I want him to take this path I've taken because guys it's been hard like this 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 entrepreneurial journey has come with a ton of stress um you know it's 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 a supplied pressure to, you know, my marriage. It's it's done different things. And I'm like, 
yeah, it can be done. But at the same time, it's like, man, do I really want you to take this path? And he wasn't saying he wanted to do that, but he was asking some of those probing questions that make you think, is this something that he's thinking about? All this goes back to, is he trying to be like dad? Right. So I think it's very important that we work with our, our kids. We work with our sons to help them to be able to have self-awareness to know who they are. And then once they understand that, to be able to regulate it, like to be able to maintain who they are, to not let anyone pull them out of character. These are all signs of strength, not weakness. Emotional intelligence is powerful. It is not a weakness that you should feel you will be viewed as if you exert these, these characteristics, these traits. Emotional intelligence is an amazing thing because a lot of times, oftentimes rather people expect men to act out, to physically do something, to physically say something. I think one of the most dangerous things that you can have is a man that understands how to operate in emotional intelligence, how to think his way out of a problem. And I would say if there's, if there's, one thing that I really want to be able to teach my son is how to operate in this area of emotional intelligence. Um, talked about being a gentleman. Let's look at the sports aspect for a second. I love sports, right? Basketball is probably my favorite sport. Um, I know it's probably blasphemous right now as we're about to head into Super Bowl in a few weeks, but um, it is what it is. But I think it's important to understand that sports does not necessarily define who you are as, as a man or as a young man. You know, I can be part of your identity. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. But if, you know, if that's not your thing, that's not your thing. If that's not your son's thing, it's not your son's thing. A lot of us are living through our children, which I believe is very can be very dangerous. Um, you talk about putting undue stress and pressures on your child. I think you have to allow your children to grow and develop and who, who they want to be. You guys know, you guys know this about me. I have two kids. I have a son and a daughter. My daughter is an all around athlete and she's a competitive gymnast. It's actually crazy. She's practicing or she's actually training rather because gymnastics is practicing, but it's mainly training, um, training five days a week, three to four hours each day uh, that she's there. And my son, he likes sports, but you know, he's not into the traditional sports that you would think. Oh, he's he's not into basketball and football. He plays soccer, right? And even sometimes, guys, I'm be honest with you, even sometimes with that, I have to encourage him, man, let's go. Let's 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 get out the house. My son's also super analytical as well. You know what I'm saying? The way that he breaks things down and I have to understand that about him and it'd be very easy for me to say, Oh no, you gotta do this and, and to make him feel like sports is a part of his identity, but the way that I look at sports for my children is different. The reason that um, Logan is in gymnastics is because we just saw it in her. I mean, this chick was climbing the walls in the house. She's super strong. She was, you know, trying to do the flips and trying to do whatever. And our thing was, if you're going to try to do this, we need to get you trained so that you do it correctly so you don't hurt yourself and you can get rid of some of this energy. Fast forward about four years. Um, she's on. She's a level seven gymnast now. Um, and, and the USA gymnastics program under the, under the junior Olympic program. And so you have that, 
like that's a full on commitment from not only her, but the whole family. Then you have my son where it's like I tell him I want him to play sports. Yes, I want him to love it like I do. But for him, it's more so from I need you to be active. I need you to understand how to learn, how to understand how to move and use your body. I want you to understand the concept of teamwork and different things like that. So these are the different things that I have going on with my children. But I have to father them a little bit differently and have to understand where they are and not listen to the outside noise of what everybody believes that it should be or what it could be. Rather, I need to be able to father them based on my perspective of their life. All right. And so when I think when you do that, you allow them to operate in their organic strength, a place that they can, um, it comes from a pure place with them. And so, although I, I think sports is great, I think you have to utilize sports differently when it comes to your children. Um, some are going to be meant destined that that's what they need to do. And some it's, it's more of a tool to help shape other parts of their life. And, and either one is okay. But you teach your children how to operate in their strengths from that and how to grow from that. Next, um, <coughs> excuse me. Next, I wanted to share something with you guys that um, and, and guys, forgive me. You know, and this is the last episode we talked about this many year consistency. And, you know, it's, it's irking me right now because I know this podcast, this this audio experience that you guys are listening to. There are some things happening even on the technical side right now that would drive me nuts typically. Oh, this isn't perfect. I don't like this sound. I just coughed. I just did all this other stuff. And those things um, prevented me from being consistent by slowing me down in the process. So some of the stuff you guys are going to hear, you know, my delivery, certain things happening, certain sounds, whatever. Um, I want it to be as polished as possible because I want to provide the best experience for you guys. But at the same time, um, just asking for a little bit of grace because for me, I need to exercise that consistency muscle just to keep this thing going so it can grow in the way that I want to grow um, here on this platform. But the last thing I want to mention to you guys is um, something that I want you guys to, to think about. And and that is some of us are, we could say children, but we've been kind of on the sonship part for a minute. So I'm going to stick with sons. Some of us are raising our sons out of fears based on our own upbringing. I'm going to say that again. Some of us are raising our sons based on fears that have derived or come from our own upbringing. And, you know, all of us have had a different past. Um, some of us had a, a rough upbringing. Some of us may have had a rough upbringing, some, you know, maybe not as rough or what have you. Um, but I want us to be careful in saying I don't want my kids to experience certain things because for the most part, we turned out OK. And I think it's very easy to, you know, a lot of us have more means available to us than our parents did. It's very easy to say, hey, look, you know, I don't really I don't want my son to have to, it, I did this, I don't have to go to, you know, I worked, I got a job at a young age, my son doesn't have to do it, or whatever the case may be, you know, my, my daughter doesn't have to do it, or whatever it may be. Um, I just want us to be, I'm not trying to, you know, come to anyone's home and tell them exactly what they should do, because, hey, look, I'm on this journey with you guys, but I just want us to be mindful of fear-based fatherhood, where 
we may not be making the best decisions simply because we don't want pressures, some of the pressures on our kids that we experienced. And for the, you know, for the most part, I would say that's correct. And, you know, we always want our children to have it better than we did. You know, there's this thing of generationally, especially in the black, black community, where it's each generation feels like, you know, they're starting from zero. And um, we want to make sure that we aren't doing that with our families. But at the same time, we want to, you know, we don't want to rob, I would say, our sons of experience, experiencing things that are going to help them to grow as a man, you know, and sometimes the um, the not so good things or rather the um, challenges that our sons and our young men can be presented with are things that's going to help shape them. And if we're not careful, if we're trying to just remove all of the obstacles, all of the challenges, what's going to happen is inevitably when they get older in life, they're going to face some things that may be even far worse, but they don't have a track record of successfully overcoming obstacles and challenges. And so we may be pigeonholing our children to the point where, you know, they're not able to operate in their full capability because we've kind of hindered them by overprotecting them. All right. I hope that makes sense because I have to daily, you know, um, I have to daily make sure that I'm not doing that. You know, God's blessed us with some, with two amazing kids. Um, and they're, they're amazing to me. I'm not saying they're better than anybody else's kids. I'm just, I just, you know, I feel like our children were tailor made for, for me and Kelly, you know? And so I need to make sure that in that, that I'm still allowing my son to be challenged. I'm still allowing him to be in a position where he has to make critical thinking decisions, um, that, I may not be a part of, you know, I remember when I went out of town this weekend, you know, the old cliche is, all right, son, you second in command, you got it. But it's really like, dude, like, I need you to make sure I'm not here. You know, he's a teenager now. I'm not here. I need you to make sure that you're watching out for this, that you're doing this because one day he's going to have his own family. And I want to just make sure that I'm, I'm putting him in a position to be the strong man that he needs to be and, and to help him to totally develop as a man. Not only, you know, just to run through this, not only from the physical side, but I also want him to have a high level of emotional intelligence. I want him to be a gentleman. I want him to understand the benefits of playing sport. You know, I want him to, 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 to value this thing called manhood, you know, um, to not, you know, there are things out here and, and I believe this and we can get into it on, on another episode, but yeah, I do believe that emasculation is a real thing. I think that the, the society um, would love to see weaker men, you know, um, and, and, and we're in this thing now we're pitting men and women against each other, which I think is whack, but I, I you know, it's nothing right. Let's raise our men. Let's raise our boys, our sons to be strong men to represent the values that we as fathers have. See, we're in this thing where we feel like values change. Like, you know, generation, oh, it's, it's, it's a new generation now. You got to talk to them differently. They're still humans. They're still, you know, they, they still comprehend, <laughs> you know, and, and somehow we got to get away from this whole thing of feeling like, okay, 
we don't have to teach them the stuff that we knew. Right. What kind of bothers me is sometimes and I get it, you know, in certain situations where you, you'll hear dads talk about, you know, how my, my kids are teaching me, you know, how to talk to them and how to do man. Like if 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 you're at a point now where your kid is having to teach you how to communicate with them, there's something broken in that process. Right. I believe as men. We need to be the chief example setters in our homes and every areas. And trust me, guys, as I make that statement, I know that I don't get everything right, but it's constantly in front of me to always strive to have my wife and my children look at me as a good example in all areas. Having a family will, if you're open to it, once you have a family, it'll I believe Im- immediately show you areas in your life where you need to be stronger, where you need to be a better man, a stronger man. And so um, this is a constant, it's a constant lesson for us guys. It is. It's a constant lesson for us. We constantly need to be learning um, how to grow, how to become better and, and know that there's nothing wrong with raising strong, young men. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it so that's all i have for you guys for today as always i really appreciate you guys taking the time to listen um the podcast this year at least for this year and probably going forward we're going to have more audio experience podcasts where you're just listening to the audio versions when we do some of our interviews or i want to say most of our interviews will be in video and audio format but right now i just want to get on here and share my heart with you guys i hope you all are doing well i hope you guys are stay sticking to your plan of consistency um no matter what it takes uh, let's hold each other accountable because for us this is the year of consistency so i check in with you guys on the next episode until then take care thank you for listening to another episode of the high performance fatherhood podcast The High Performance Fatherhood Podcast is a production of 300 Fathers. For questions or comments, please email podcast at 300fathers.com and follow us on all social media platforms at 300 Fathers. You can also visit our website at 300fathers.com.